0: He slept in his parents' bedroom until he was 13. He wet the bed until he was 14. He doesn't know how to ride a bike. Apparently, he has friends. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel.
1: Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. I'm Evan Wexel, and this is a podcast where it's a different Facebook friend every episode. AwkwardwithEvan.com for every old episode And for the most recent 100 You can go to Spotify Google Play Stitcher TuneIn Radio Apple Podcasts And all that fun stuff So At last we are back Um, I have a Facebook friend I actually consider a real friend We've known each other for like 15-20 years Uh, First met her in my acting class When I was in acting class And uh, she had uh, put her own one-woman show together. Uh, I stayed in touch with her. uh, And she's getting pretty open about uh, her health battle she had recently. So my Facebook friend is Palmer Davis. We're going to talk all about like Suburban Showgirl, her one-woman show that might come back, her dancing. Um, But... We went fully in on her battle with breast cancer, and she kind of detailed how it all started, how she kind of kept herself, I guess, honest, I guess how she kind of just stayed persevered and kind of got through it. Um, But she was very open about it uh, throughout on social media, so that's why she was willing to talk about it. Um, and it was just amazing to hear um, what she went through and how she made it happen and uh, how she's on the, on the way back. So uh, very courageous story. Uh, tune in. Here's my talk with Palmer Davis. Finally, we're here. I finally have her at last. The final, final not the final boss to beat in the video game, but more like my final like quest to corral Palmer Davis, who recently uh, from checking the sports scores last night, it was a final Palmer Davis one cancer zero. And, uh, (laughs) and, and she kicks high guys. I got proof. She kicks high. Okay. So uh, we've never, we haven't spoken like this will be the longest conversation we ever have, but I did, buddy. We're never better.
2: Yeah. Get a cup of coffee, you know, a thing of popcorn and just.
1: (laughs) So I I guess I want to jump right in because it's like, it's, you've looked very vibrant because like I was following, you've been very open about like, I guess when you were diagnosed, your treatment coming out the other side, like. I guess pretend I'm a studio exec. What is the arc of this story so we can put it on Lifetime or maybe Nick at well, Night? Well,
2: yeah, I mean, I'm definitely planning. So we're not going indie film. Okay. Right, no. Right. It's, it's a big blockbuster. It's all. Uh, um, yeah. So May 18th of last year, 2022, I went in like three years ago for. For my very first at age and there's no can- cancer in my family, so I'm like, eh, do I really need all them and the mammograms? This, yeah. this is just an FYI. I have dense breasts. Okay, if you're big boobs, <laughs> small boobs, you can. It's just your tissue are very dense. As is, um, the mammograms don't show anything. Now, however, so I'll. Well, three years goes by and my nurse is like you haven't had a mammogram for a while you know I'm I'm fine she goes well here's a prescription anyway and and, you know I put it like hit it whatever I was moving we had to move relocate for COVID all of our work fell through we had nothing so we moved up for a job opportunity in Salinas we moved up there and then I'm packing and, you know, working in the office, and I'm like, I should go do this, you think? So I went <laughs> and got my mammogram, and right away, an ultrasound, and then right away, they're like, um, that lymph node, that dark, years ago, could you hold on? And I'm like, okay, so I have a cyst, right? So they're like, you know, we're going to biopsy that. That just looks really peculiar. And I'm like, okay, biopsy, that's just, you go for it, and waste your time. And, uh, you know, I'm still like, I'm an, I, I told somebody as a patient, I'm kind of an asshole. You know, out of questions, I'm gonna, you know, uh, challenge you all the way. And anyway, so finally, we, uh, it's like a week goes by, and I'm like, hey, what about the. And they're like, oh, yes, um, we need to make an appointment. And right now, you're going fudge, right? Because normally they'll just say, we'll see you in a year. And I was like, oh, so they found something. And they're like, and even then I was still thinking maybe like babies that were mixed. I'm sure somebody must have mixed up my pathology because it can't be me anti-cancer i haven't even used aluminum deodorant for over 10 years i use coconut oil it's you know all about health right right Hmm. anyway so yeah so basically five hours just on this alone um uh, uh, right away she's like i think i need to come in because he was driving all the way down to la all my appointments are in la fine He's like, no, I'm going to be there. <laughs> okay. So she goes, yeah, we know it's breast cancer. It's in the lymph node. We didn't know where, where it originated because any lumps in here. But mm-hmm. this is a breast cancer tissue. It's hormone positive, estrogen, progesterone, and HR2 um, negative, which is enough. I'm not going to get into all that stuff. But mm-hmm. she goes, to so the good news it's a very common breast cancer. It's very treatable. And I'm like, oh, oh cool. Okay, just cut it out. We're fine. She's like, like so what we're going to do is we're going to do chemo. And like, uh, you know, four to six rounds of chemo. And then we'll have maybe a And um, then radiation. And then hormone pills. Hormone pills for five to ten. And this is about when I started leaving my body. because you're giving me way too much information and I really didn't switch my pathology reports that this is really me and first things first really do we need to do all that so I took first of all I wasn't ready for uh, to give into the mastectomy I'm like okay I think we're gonna go and maybe
0: Hold on. I know that was somebody calling in.
1: That's okay.
0: And I said, I was like, okay, thank you for that information. And I really started going down the crazy rabbit hole, uh, Uh which is good and bad because I learned so much about me. I was trying to find anything holistic that I could do to stay away from, you know, because I don't even do the flu shot right? It's like, what do you mean you're going to put these chemicals in my body? So I was really searching for the um, 20-year holistic, cancer-free sort of thing. But Mm -hmm. I just kept seeing like, oh, I took Laetril or I took, you know, I juiced for two years and it went down and then it came back. And I'm like, "Uh, where are my 20 years holistic healings? And I know they're out there but it was already in my lymph node. So what they found... Okay. So, okay. Okay. Uh, do you want this much information? I'm giving you like a lot of details. Okay. We're okay. Okay. I'm, and then I'm going to cut to the chase. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. somebody out somebody out there is listening. Anyway. So I have a tumor here. They found a little uh, like two centimeter and a four centimeter cluster up here. So... I basically, Mm -hmm. let's just cut to the chase, I just said, fine, I'm going to do everything naturopathic possibly, and then I will also do the treatments, and I told my surgeon, I said, "Uh, I'm going to have a really great reaction to the chemo, and it's going to shrink everything like a lot, so I want you to pluck this out, and I'm going to have a lumpectomy, and you're going to save my breast, okay? And he's like, Mm -hmm. we're into breast conservation, that sounds good, okay, we're going to go for that. (laughs) you know, but I had almost a complete recovery. Everything was undetectable after the chemo. Just a teeny bit was left right here. The lumpectomy was fine. There was nothing left, no cancer in my nodes. Um, Did have to do a reincision here to get the margins clear, but that's okay. I still, I still got a little bit. I call this one pixie and this one Trixie because this one's a little bit smaller. So she's like a pixie. Anyway. Um, (laughs) Too much, too much on boobs. Okay. So then radiation comes and I just said, I don't know if I want to do radiation. And I talked to my integrative person. I always weighed allopathic naturopathic. And I did an incredible blend of detox while I did the chemo, worked out acupuncture. um, I mean, supplements, coffee enemas, energy healing, meditation. So I kind of, you're like, Oh wait! Stop yeah. at the coffee enemas. <laughs> no, wait, I that I there's some things I,
1: I may not know. Maybe uh, my my five listeners may not know. Um, what's the difference between yeah. radiation and chemo? Is that the same thing, or is that because no,
0: not at all, not at all. So okay. Chemo, they so hook the... you
1: up to the IV. Yeah,
0: if you're doing more than like four, or you don't have a good vein, you know, I had a really big vein, so yeah. they could do my four treatments through here. Sometimes okay. they'll give you a port. And that's where they put it under the skin and then they just go like that and they shoot it in there. If you're doing like major, if you're triple positive, triple negative, again, more terms, but if you're getting like the really nasty chemos, you got to do that. But for me, I did four sessions of Taxotere and Cetoxin Mm -hmm. and um, it's a little roller coaster. I handled it because, I don't know, I'm so stubborn and all of my um, detox treatments Third and fourth day, I was kind of tired, and then really I worked my energy back up um, and was able to work out and do hot yoga and run a five k when I visited my son at West Point. So yeah, I kept it going.
1: Radiation
0: did they not mind? Did they not mind? Does have
1: no effect? Like the fact that you're getting all this stuff pumped in, and then you're doing like detox stuff to like get it out, like. Does that offset the effectiveness of it, or do they want to like get that all into poison, like kill the stuff that's got to kill? And right, like, yeah, was so it counterproductive it's, in their eyes, even though for you, you know, you knew
0: otherwise. Right, it's 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 the, it's an excellent question because what you need to avoid are antioxidants. So where you take green tea and turmeric and all of these great things went to prevent cancer, if yeah. you are having radiation or chemo, that is what you avoid. You avoid the antioxidants. Okay. You don't want to drink green tea. There's a lot of things I stopped taking uh, because that would interfere and inhibit the chemo. And yeah. the stuff I was taking was like beta-glucan and alpha-lipoic acid, beta-glucan for my immune system to boost my white blood cells back up because the mm-hmm. chemo diminishes those, right. um, alpha-lipoic for neuropathy because you can get numbness in your feet. And, and so, yeah, I wore the full ice packs on my feet during chemo, ice mitts to prevent my neuropathy from my extremities. Okay. Um, obviously, I did not do cold capping. Some people do that, but I was like, bring on the bald. Oh, yeah, you know, we have, we have what the hell?
1: We have this. It's like yes. your, your GI Jane look, or uh, I was CM Punk is a <laughs> wrestler that makes that pose all the time, but yeah,
0: yes, yeah. that was me. Uh, I, I shoot with Michael Higgins, and I did a full um, uh, right before my surgery, the night before my surgery, I did a beautiful shoot. I did full everything because I didn't know what was going to happen to Pixie. So, and that was after oh, yeah that was after. if do
1: you, do you have the one that was like entangled uh, I I have I have to, I'd have to upload it I don't have it right now we'll we'll put it in the collage we have you and your son we you. have that all right gonna get you back to my talk with Palmer uh, but first the main way to support this podcast is to go to patreon.com slash funny Evan uh, there you can support the podcast on a monthly basis for as little as a dollar a month. Um, There are also reward tiers and goals, but I think Patreon's actually phasing out the goals, Uh, but there's still going to be some things I can give back to you guys as we go. Um, Also, if you check the show notes, um, wherever you're watching this, there are links to actual uh, Socially Awkward merch, Uh, so if you want to pick up a sweatshirt, t-shirt, Socially Awkward base, by all means, feel free. Uh, and that's really the main way. So, uh, of course, like, share, subscribe, and, you know, five-star rate the podcast as much as you can. But in the meantime, let's get back to Palmer Davis.
0: So, and that was a funny... Okay, so let me let me get back to the radiation. So yeah, the radiation is different your, than how. Yeah, so chemo goes through your full body. So, yes, they found the cancer cells here. But if there happened to be floating cancer in the rest of my body... Because it went to my lymph node, the next step is it's spreading to the lungs and the liver and metastasizing. That's why I was like, I don't really have time to only do naturopathic. Chemo is the fastest way to nail it. And if you can cleanse your body. So yeah, so I the detoxing I was doing was not counterproductive. It's like the chemo it was doing it stuff. And then I was getting it out of the body, but believe okay. me, it, it did his magic. The radiation <laughs> is, is targeting. So I did basically through here under my armpit all the way around here. So I mm-hmm. did 20 sessions of that. And what you're doing is if there's after the surgery, just in case there are any microscopic cellular um, cancer cells, that is what you're destroying. It's like just taking a hose and just going with a fire, just, you know, locally burning it out. Um,
1: is it like like a big X-ray in the area or is like, where are they burning it out? What, like it's a spray or what, what's going on?
0: It, uh, no, it's a laser. It's an X-ray. So okay. you're in a big tube and okay. you don't even feel it when it's happening yeah. and they they graph you out. So, you yeah. know, you're all measured up. Yeah. And um, I started feeling sensitive maybe around the fifth, maybe 12th. I was like, oh, yeah, I feel a little bit. And then it kind of gets sunburnt. So I stopped doing hot yoga on my sixteenth one. I was still doing hot yoga. and they're like, "Could you just not? just like one week?" So I took one week off. And then it started getting like a little bit burnt. and and then my twentieth I finished. and then the peeling, just like you have a sunburn for me, it just started like peeling like a sunburn. And now it's good. it I recovered like within a week, and a wow. lot of, but it was very quick. A lot of people will need, um they'll feel fatigued. And just tired, it will just beat them out. Um, So nobody, and this is another note, nobody should compare their cancer journey and try to aspire or (laughs) despire to anybody else because it is also unique depending on where you're coming from, how your body handles it, and how much shit you have to put in your body.
1: Yeah. Wow. Wow. And like you, so you knew pretty much once the radiation was done, you're like, okay, we're 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 in the rear view now.
0: Uh, for the most part, um yeah. I was cancer free after the pathology after the surgery,
2: mm-hmm. that's
0: when they declared me cancer free. They detected mm-hmm. no cancer cells, yeah. you know, in in the samples. Yeah. so, and all my margins were clear. And then the radiation is the insurance policy that it doesn't return. Because with my, what's called a MAMO print, they do a percentage based on the biology of my tumor. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, it has, I'm kind of high. Like my tumor, like me, it's an overachiever. It gets a little bit of estrogen and it's like, I want to come back, (laughs) right? So I have a 30% chance of recurrence. And that's why my next stage is the hormone blockers. And this is... um, Where they will suppress your, if you're premenopausal, they put you on a hormone blocker, which stops the estrogen from your ovaries. If you are postmenopausal, this is like more than you ever bargained for, postmenopausal, you take aromatase inhibitors, Mm -hmm. and because your adrenals your adrenal glands will produce estrogen to help give you some estrogen when mm. your ovaries stop working and the estrogen you need that for your bones and your moods and your hot flashes and at least a little estrogen is good but if you are a hormone positive cancer person they just want to like stop all of that yeah and there can there can be side effects right. and this could be joint pain weight gain hot flashes Sorry, but vaginal dryness, loss of libido, all of this stuff. Some people feel nothing. So I will be having a a conversation with my integrative person and my oncologist at the end of this month, and we will have this discussion. So for me, it's like one step at a time. If I, in the beginning, said, okay, cut off my boob, do the chemo, do the radiation, do that, I probably would have gone mad. Yeah. But I just said one thing at a time. Yeah. And then yeah. it's doable. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Awesome. And we, it, it's just amazing. Like, cause you, you were doing like the Facebook lives on it and you were, you know, posting away on your, your, your progress. So it's just like it was, you know, everyone's been in contact with someone who's dealt with it. So it's, it was just great to, yeah. Great to, great to see, uh, you know, the courage to like really like go out there and like let it, let it, let it fly and float around and, you know, see who it touches. So, there you go.
0: You, you never know. And I figured, you know, because you ask these questions, I'm all chipper, but there were definitely dark moments. And I don't parse post dark moments because yeah. it's usually temporary. Yeah. And by the time you're like, I'm having such a tough day for three weeks, people will go, I'm so sorry for you. And I hope yeah. you're okay. And you're like, what are you saying? I'm fine. I'm over that. So I just stick with a positive. But there are those down moments um, where, where what? I totally forgot what I was saying. Of like when it's tough, but. Yeah. But why me? You're like, why me? I thought I was doing everything Right. 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 But there are so many healthy women strong dancers. And I think that's where you have to evaluate what's your stress level. What is your um, cortisol, adrenal, you know, like r- dancers are like, okay, we have to work really showtime. Ah, and you run on cortisol and cortisol is not really the best thing to be running on in your body. It's inflammatory. Yeah. Um, so I figured why me, what's my purpose? And I'm like, well, I guess I need to use this to help other people. So here it is. Take it or leave it.
1: <laughs> amazing and and as I know I met you initially like through Gary's class. Uh Gary Amhoff in class. Suburban Show yep. Girl, that's the show that we had with we had that's where the the high kicks came from. Um did being an artist, I mean, how has the art being an artist helped you along that way or or we could even like, you know, veer a little away from from the story but like um was being an artist like helpful to have that rather than like, you know, say like, I'm just, you know, I'm like a lawyer and I have to go through this stuff and, uh, you know,
0: Going, going through the cancer. Yeah, you mean? Yeah. Going, yeah. Like way to
1: approach the the kind of journey, like having been like an artist. So, like, yeah. okay. So
0: there, yeah, there's two sides of that. Being a dancer and athlete, yeah. um, I'm very much into, okay, we're in training now. Mm -hmm. I have CF, CIF competition on this date. I need to be in shape. And, and so for me, I tackled it like, okay, chemo's coming up for a whole month before my chemo came, you know, I had my regimen. I went totally green, no alcohol, no sugar. Like I was in training and trying to build up my endurance. So in terms of like, as a dancer that work ethic, you know, totally saw me through. Okay, now I need to rest. This is a down day. And um and then in terms of being an artist, it's like, well, yeah, I've and the cancer or any potentially life-threatening yeah. um event is that hidden gift of knowing your mo- own mortality. Yeah. of of opening first of all okay as an artist you can you know wow okay I played a cancer patient but this is what it's really <laughs> like to go through it you yeah. kind of observe yourself like observe life oh here's me oh my god I'm so sad and so yeah. yes as an artist you you do kind of like look at yourself like that um and um, and yeah and and then but the gratitude of like, I am just so grateful for so many little things and people in my compassion and the time I spend, uh, at least sending prayer and mm-hmm. prayer thoughts to people and mm-hmm. energy. Um, because you just, you realize everybody is so fragile and you're, yeah. you're just one mutation away from cancer, from, mm-hmm. you know, Parkinson's from mm-hmm. something. And it can be anybody at any time. So that definitely is like the grounding and like being yeah. uptight is not serving my cancer. Right. It's like causing it. And um, yeah, gratitude will get you a long way.
1: So now so now it's like you had the, bu- the before all this and the after all this, like you also like are still fairly active in terms of dancing. So like I know you mentioned uh, Palmer, dance experience what was that like for ah. you during covid Bef- and then before this and now how is it for you now after after that
0: yeah so um covid as we said we had to move north because i mm-hmm. mean everything fell through
1: yeah.
0: and um, so on my covid vacation i started i'm a per- also a certified personal trainer and nutrition specialist so I started training clients online and I started with a uh, 60 days straight of Facebook, like just open to everybody. And I did like three workouts a day and that was the first 60 days. And then we moved and I totally start, I learned Kajabi platform. I got a new computer set up, you know, my audio Mm -hmm. mixer and just became a techie geek and, um, and started the Palmer Dance Experience, which is palmerdance.com. Mm-hmm. And it's cross-training with a foundation in dance. Mm-hmm. So it has the intervals, the yoga, the stretch, the sculpt, and the dance, and all of that because for me as an athlete, I was volleyball and track in high school, um, I've always been lifting weights and, and doing interval training. But as a dancer, I love to develop people's bodies so it looks sexy and graceful, yet strong. So I have that foundation. I give the notes of like, okay, hold yourself like the dancer. Now mm-hmm. pump your weights. Yeah. So anyway, um, that's still going on. And, um, you know, it's definitely, I don't do as much training now because now we can actually be with right. people. Right. Um, but it was a, a great focus. And during that time, I also had two foot surgeries. So I was handling dancers this year. I have a colectomy in addition to my cancers. Right on top, there was like a, a little, <laughs> <you don't laughs> see, like a little bump, and to go onto your demi point, it it hurt. So in between, so on my workouts, I have restorative where I'm like in a cast. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, we can still do arms and sit ups. <laughs> and I'm waving this boot around and, um, it, that's kind of, you know, we can, there's always something we can do. I even did, I, uh, a couch potato workout where, <laughs> you know, and chemo, it was like, okay, I'm really, really tired. And, you know, but we're just going to do a couple of chest flies.
1: Yeah. This sounds like you need no <sighs> workouts to so. do. Like if you're on a plane. Like you probably have, you'd have a a handbook of of that.
0: Yes, I could definitely, you know, go Oh, where I do most of my, right before I get on the plane, I like go off in the corner and, you know, I'm just like stretching and all this. (laughs) And and I'm like, screw you. I'm, I'm going to sit for six hours. I'm going to, you know, move up until I can. So anyway. Oh,
1: I would, I would just go in the aisle, like in the, in the aisle during the flight and I would just like do a random stretch and just like, wow, the plane.
0: And then, yes, get, get, yes. Then,
1: then they get you on the speaker, and then you can do a, a flex workout with everyone. Get them on the. That their would Demi be, points. you know.
0: Exactly. Okay, no. everybody, squeeze your tush and let it go. <laughs> Reach for the oxygen. Put it on. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, what? What was a, I know the one thing I do know because you're you're at suburban showgirl like what that show. I know I've, I saw parts of it in class years and years ago. What what the, where did it come from? I mean, obviously, I assume there's like some personal. Like, yeah, that's what my life is. I'm yeah. going to show about it. Um, but how did it like evolve as you're you're putting that show together?
0: So it started completely autobiographical, and I yeah. just took segments of my life. And then yeah. the through line was me as a teacher because I teach from kindergarten through eighth grade, right. and so um, I take them through it now from when you saw it, it's had many incarnations. So where we left it, mm-hmm. I completely reworked it with Ross Kaling. He did original music. And then my husband, uh, we all kind of dramaturged and ripped it apart and made it much more fictional. So it became about Wendy Walker. And mm-hmm. that gave me more license to go deeper into some of the characters um, without revealing some personal information. Uh, I am a divorced um, mom. and in my life, it was, it it wasn't, it was really ugly. Mm. And, and, and because my children's father is still alive, I'm not going to reveal his life, but I could fictionalize it and still tell a story that maybe wasn't quite, it wasn't very palatable, <laughs> <laughs> but um, so yeah, then um, I just kept developing it. And um, unfortunately with my own money, and um, started touring and put a lot of production. A um, couple different directors, Leslie Wells, I just want to give a few shout-outs. Oh, yeah, she really yeah. helped. Dev- yeah, she developed the, the show with me in the very beginning, was instrumental in developing. I played about 18 characters. Mm-hmm. And so she really held me to, who is this character and who is this character? Keith Young came in, and he was kind of the bridge from the old script to the new script. And he is a world-renowned choreographer. And then Kate Kaplan, who does a lot of directing, Directing around town, she came in and kind of put the finishing touches and um, really brought the beauty and the seamlessness to the final product. Am I doing it right now? Mm. COVID came and I got older. And Mm -hmm. I had foot surgeries and (laughs) I'm like, if I go back and do it, um, yeah, I would have to change a little bit of it because I can't Mm -hmm. quite dance the same way I did, which is also very humbling. Um, but, um, and, and it was hard during for for me, for COVID, I I gave the first year, I'm, I'm not one to jump into new things Mm -hmm. like a new iPhone comes out. I'm like, let me Mm -hmm. see how it works with you for a while. (laughs) And that's how Okay, so do you? I don't know if you know where I'm going, but so when the vaccinations came out, I was like, okay, I'm going to hold off on this because right now, before I had cancer, I don't get colds. I only get cancer, right? Right. Um, like my immune system is insane. Yeah. It's like I teach with old people and kids, I get throw up and spit and stuff on me all the time. And, yeah. you know, I just don't get sick. So I'm like, okay, I got a good thing going here. Let me just see how this shot works right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I respected that, you know, uh, in the beginning that I wasn't allowed to go places and I wasn't allowed to participate in this discrimination against that, right. because yeah. I understood we're still figuring this thing out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Where it became really disheartening is when the evidence was coming out that it doesn't prevent transmission. And, you know, and now actually I actually, I, I have a, a a medical exemption for it. Yeah. But yet I lost, I used to teach at the Jewish home. I can't yeah. work there anymore. That wow. was my job for seven years, training wow. uh, these residents and keeping my 80, 90, 100 year olds healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't allowed in theaters. I wasn't allowed, you know, in the gym. So in the gym, so yeah. in the gym um, hot yoga, and I had to show my papers. And I'm like, I, it, uh, not to compare anybody's discrimination against something else, right, right. but it, it was disheartening and I grew a little bit bitter because yeah. here I am taking care of myself so well. The evidence is out there that it's a personal choice, my body, yep. my choice. Yep. And I think that goes across the board.
2: Yep. Anyway,
0: I don't want to get too much ah. on that subject, but it's just <laughs> to bring up to say that uh, that was another thing that just like COVID surgeries. Yeah. You can't, you're you're not you don't have a shot. Now yeah. you have breast yeah. cancer. Yeah. It's, but that's where the resilience and the grace of just yeah. like, okay, that's all right. I can handle this.
1: Any any ideas what you're like if you are you to create new projects in the next couple of years, what you're kind of I know you have your dance experience. Are there other things you're you're playing around with?
0: Yeah. Well, I do. There's so many. And that was Mm. one of the, one of the most frustrating things during the chemo and whatnot is, um, even though I only had three months of that going through my body, because I took, uh, just how people know how it works. It's one chemo every three weeks. So mine, it would last about three months. That was my summer vacation, my chemo vacation. And, um, and it does give you brain fog, And my motivation and my task, like I still taught, I was teaching kids and, you know, doing summer camps, but like concentration and focus and writing, it was Mm -hmm. like, forget about it. And it was very frustrating because I was just like, I can't do everything that I used to do. And the radio and then, you know, surgery. So my brain is, is finally like snapping back. But I'm still a little bit slow with, um, and, and maybe it's a choice of living that frenetic life to get everything mm-hmm. done and
2: mm-hmm. build
0: a project. And, you know, um, now I'm like, maybe I'll have a cup of coffee <laughs> and go to yoga and not rush to my next client. Right. and you know, and normally I would rush, 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 and then get things done. That's a long way of saying, um, I'm trying to find that motivation and discipline to get to the next project. Um, but it is a valid thing. People who know people going through, you know, surgeries and chemos and whatever, it's like, it does mess with (laughs) who are you, you know, you get a little (laughs) dumbed, you get dumbed down just a little bit. Um, but we're going to see if I do do Suburban Showgirl again, I, I would definitely want to update it mm-hmm. Um, because we evolve,
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know, and I evolve with my show. And I also want to I've started the cancer blog, which kind of takes people more in depth with my protocols. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's like you just got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's so much. Yeah. I want to write a book and, you know, based on teaching and children. Um, and I'm back into acting class after many, many oh, years. Nice. Yes. Back with Gary Imhoff yeah. and, um, it's, it's in nice the musical like, class like
1: in the musical theater class
0: or no. So, because yeah, that's on Saturdays. So right. for people like, wait, are you in LA or are you in Salinas? And I'm in both. So, um, I'm in Los Angeles because I have a children's program that uh an after-school theater program that I run that I started mm-hmm. and have been doing for 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um so I come to LA uh Tuesday night and I leave Friday afternoon, mm-hmm. and then I go up to Monterey County mm-hmm. and behind the lettuce curtain where I drive through the artichokes and broccoli and and uh work the business up there with my husband. <laughs> now,
1: how long has your son been in West Point?
0: Oh, yeah. So, this is his 4th year. He's a firstie. There okay. he is. That was his ring ceremony. Can I tell the story about What this? year?
1: So, so, he goes
0: in 2020, 2019? He went in 2019. He was uh, eight, 18 years okay. old, fresh out of high school. Yeah. It's uh, for those uh, a military academy is um Air Force um Annapolis yeah. Navy Academy right. West Point there's a few others but those yeah. the, those are the main ones the government you have to get an appointment from your congressman senator yeah yeah you do I that. know
1: this because I gigged at West Point in 2021 I don't know if he had seen <sighs> me I came in when like right, right when the vaccines were rolling out, it was like February 2021. They they pretty much on short notice, like I was trying to promote uh virtual events, and they're like, What about in person? I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So oh I my got god, to do that.
0: I I wish I would have known because I met a few
1: California people there, or I met, you know, a few folks there.
0: Yeah. They oh, told me about oh, that at the Congress.
1: I, they also lamented that they had get cut off at four drinks. I think they, they can't go beyond, but they're all in great shape. Well, it depends. Uh,
0: Okay. I think it was the venue where I
1: was, I was in the big Hogwarts cafeteria.
0: Okay. So you were in Washington hall, which how were they, they basically feed all 4,000 cadets. Yeah. It's enormous. Yeah. 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 He so I don't know if so I'm going to ask him about that. Okay. Um, in the firsty bar, when they become a senior or a firsty, that's where they're allowed to drink on post. Right. Right. Um, but even if they're here's the thing, even if they're because you have like a a junior or even a freshman, yeah. um, it, it it's a plebe yuck cow firsty. That's what mm-hmm. they call them. <laughs> You could be 25 years old. Let's say you went and already served three tours in Afghanistan and you decide, hey, I want to go to West Point. Mm -hmm. And you come in as a freshman, as a plebe. Yeah. And you can't drink on post. Right. Now, you can go off post and do what you want. (sighs) Now, believe me, these guys have drank more than four drinks off post. (laughs) I'm just saying.
1: Okay. (laughs) Well, maybe it was just that venue's rule.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it was the venue and it might've just been open to, um, to the seniors. But, um, anyway, so he's going to graduate this year. Yeah. He gets to travel a lot. He's with model UN and volleyball. So over the summer they sent him the Czech Republic and he studied, uh, like, um, ethics in assassinating, um, like Nazi criminals. Okay. So he got to like, how amazing. And then he gets to go to Paris and uh, Canada and, uh, and then he's going to do a military exchange in Oslo all in this semester coming up. Um, Yeah. Branching ordinance. And we'll find out at the end of the month where he's going to go for the next five years.
1: Wow. That's right. It's amazing. That like, yeah, you, you get that when you stay in long enough, then you go choose like for five years or you go after it's amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. My my wife is is needs me to wrap up, but I uh, this was super rewarding for me to be able to to finally connect and uh yeah, it's a great story. Where where's your blog also? Is that also comment.com or
0: Yeah, it's going to be on palmerdavis.com. Uh I started writing it has been published. It's this will be inspire me. To get it going on. I got to give a shout out to my daughter who is a zookeeper sure. because it can't always be about my son. So my daughter Cheyenne is now a zookeeper at the San Diego Zoo. Go, oh, go nice. visit her at the Primates. She's sure. with the monkeys. So okay. um, anyway, but yeah, please um, uh, follow me, Palmer Davis on Facebook or at Suburban Showgirl on Instagram mm-hmm. and um, PDX with Palmer, Palmer Dance Experience. And yeah. There we go. Take
1: it. This is amazing. Good. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time. Um, yeah, I look forward to to seeing what fun stuff you come up with and uh, keep retaining that flexibility because that is amazing. Yes, very limber. You
0: got it, babe. Good.
1: <laughs> That's right. When, whenever I work on my students, and then we get to the word limber, I'll just show a picture of you. You You got it. And yeah. give
0: Kelly and your boys a big hug for me.
1: Yes, absolutely. All right, all right, go get dinner. I'll talk soon. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I want to thank Palmer Davis for coming on my podcast. Uh, great story and definitely worth checking out. If you're into dancing and health, you know, connect up with her because uh, she's a powerhouse. So, made sure you guys heard this because the next podcast I'm trying to work on uh, will relate. Somewhat to the upcoming WrestleMania in Los Angeles, but also the fact that I uh, was part of the contestants pool that was in a WWE slash Wheel of Fortune week uh, where we taped it back in early February and I got to meet everyone and we're actually all in touch currently from that experience, so it's pretty amazing. And uh, we might hear from some of those folks. We'll see. We'll see I'm trying to work on something here. Uh, But in the meantime, awkwardwithevan.com. Follow us on social support. And we'll see you next time. Stay awkward, because you know I will.
0: Thanks for listening. Go to awkwardwithevan.com to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Now for Evan's mom to pick out his clothes for tomorrow. See you next time on Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Wexel.